0: Good evening from Mumbai, India, and um, welcome to a live session with KC family. My name is Richa Vashisht, and I'm going to talk about a very important topic today called suicide. We're going to talk about a larger discussion around mental health, but um, how we're going to focus on something that is very important right now. That is um, suicide. So I'm just going to give it a minute before we get into this conversation, so that more people can join. But uh, super excited that we're finally talking about um, this, and uh, you know, a platform like KC Family is uh, you know talking about it. I think it's very important that um, we are engaging and talking about something. So uncomfortable I think it is um, it's very uncomfortable for people to you know talk about uh, suicide and it can be very um, can be very nerving when you realize that uh, people around you are feeling suicidal and it makes you feel helpless you don't know what to do or you don't know how to help so firstly my name is Richa my pronouns are she and her and I am from Mumbai, India, so I am a queer individual. I am a mental health professional. So I've done my master's in clinical psychology from SNDT university, Mumbai. And I have been practicing as, um, in the field of mental health since 2014. And I think even though suicide is not a mental health disorder, but most times it is something um, that could come from various different issues and that's what we're going to talk about today. So A, we're going to talk about uh, why would somebody think about suicide, what is suicidal ideation, I'm going to break it down in very simple ways so that we all can understand uh, what can we do as people if um, you know somebody is feeling suicidal, If um, what are the warning signs of suicide and... What is it that people are going through when they have these thoughts of wanting to commit suicide, right? Um, okay, so I think first of all, it's important to understand the current situation that we are in right now. Um, so there's a pandemic and it's 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 pretty much a very scary world out there. Um, people are struggling, people are dying. Um, mental health issues are on the rise and... I think if you have to talk about a country like India, there aren't too many mental health professionals as compared to you know the Indian population, which um, makes it difficult for um, mental health to be addressed. Or even if it, if even if you have to talk about uh, the stigma, there is so much stigma in addressing mental health concerns. So. I think it's about if you have any physical symptom whether it's a cough or a cold um, or a fever you will absolutely go to the doctor but if um, you aren't feeling too great um, you could probably be feeling anxious you could be feeling um, having episodes of depression and a you will not want to talk about it um you find you find it difficult to speak to a professional and At some point, like it it would have started as started off as a very small issue as something really small, and that keeps getting larger and larger and larger to one point, you will realize that, okay, this is absolutely not in your control. And that's where the thoughts of suicide, you know, would come in, you would start feeling suicidal. And if you have to think about it, where, um, you know, what is the cause for suicide? I mean, we we are constantly trying to pinpoint one reason that a particular person committed suicide. Um, but there's no one cause for suicide. You cannot say that uh, it is only because of mental health issues. Like, so, if I am struggling with depression, that cannot be, uh, you know, the only reason why I would think about suicide. So, when we are talking about it, I think it's important to look at... Um, India as a country, for example, there is so much oppression in this country. So when I'm saying oppression, we're talking about patriarchy, we're talking about misogyny, um, we're talking about homophobia, biphobia, transphobia, queerphobia, uh, we're talking about uh, heterosexism, we're talking about racism. Um, I think there are so many different ways of uh, saying that there is oppression in this country. And oppression is a huge reason of why someone would want to commit suicide or why somebody feels like there is no way out of the situation so I think the most recent and triggering episodes I'm just going to give a trigger warning here that there might be things that I'm saying um, where you might feel uh, triggered it's important that we discuss this it's important that we speak about it so that If you are listening to this right now and if there is somebody around you who is feeling a certain way, you might be able to just have a conversation or start a conversation with them and so the most recent episode was about a 21 year old uh, young girl from Kerala who committed suicide because um, her she came out to her family and her family did not accept her sexual orientation and i think it is uh, it, it it might sound like a small you know issue for people that oh her family did not accept her sexual orientation but what was difficult here um, or what for her was unbearable was the fact that uh, fellow professionals You know health professionals like me um, she was put into a treatment that is called conversion therapy and conversion therapy is a practice that is uh, unfortunately still going on in india to convert people who identify as either lesbian gay bisexual trans non-binary and it is very very difficult if you are in a situation where your sexuality or gender, uh, you know, gender identity is a question which is something that is so close to your heart. So, for example, you know, I am a queer person and I am um, completely okay with my sexuality. And I come from a, a privileged background; my family is supporting. Um, but what would happen if um, I came from a place where my family was not supportive? That is one example of. Um, oppression. That is one example of understanding that this might make me feel like there is no way out of it. So I think when we're trying to understand why would somebody think about suicide, it's important, um, you know, to remember that it could be a mental health concern that I, you know, I'm I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling anxious, I could have um, a mental health disorder, I could, uh, you know, it could be anything that I am suffering uh, from right now. Um, it could be... Any um, traumatic experience that I've I've recently uh, felt, or um, any recent life crisis that has happened to me, there is no one re- reason for suicide. Like it's suicide, suicidality is is a spectrum, and you cannot always say that okay, this is one reason of why suicide um, is is pretty rampant in uh, the world. Like it's it's a global crisis, and. It's important to understand that um, it's not a disorder, but it can be a consequence of somebody suffering. And I think if we can break down and understand people who are having suicidal thoughts, what is it that they're telling themselves? What is it that they are thinking about? So if you feel like there are people who are constantly using the following statements, um, it will be important for you to kind of go check on them reach out to them or just speak to them so for example if i am constantly telling myself that i am a failure um i'm a burden to everybody around me whether it's my family whether it's my partner whether it's the uh, my friends um i can feel that um nobody needs me. I just feel like there is no point of living because I don't think anybody needs me. And uh, regardless of whether I would be alive or uh, whether I die, it's not really going to make a difference. So you know, what's the point of living? There's this apathy where, um, you know, I don't see the point of living anymore. And I don't see the point of uh, going ahead with my life. I'm struggling on a day to day basis with just surviving which might be a small thing for people. I mean, uh, it might be a small thing for people to probably go on with their daily lives. But uh, for a person who is uh, suffering and who is feeling suicidal, they would just feel like nobody cares for me. Um, Things are never going to get better for me. So this is a very important thing that they would think about suicide a lot mainly because they feel like there is no way out of the situation and there is nothing that uh, is going to get better and that's when they start thinking about suicide so these are some thoughts into uh, the head of somebody who you know has any forms of suicidal ideation so if you notice people around you saying these things frequently i think that is a red flag that is something that um, should not go unseen the other thing is um, how can we get better in this situation yes so i am going to talk about that in a bit before that i'm going to talk about what are the warning signs so what are the warning signs to understand if uh, somebody is thinking about suicide so let's break this down into three levels okay one is what is the verbal warning signs B is um, what are the mood indicators that will make you realize that okay somebody could be suicidal and C is what are the behavioral um, symptoms that you will notice in people um, if, if somebody is thinking about suicide. So the verbal signs would be direct signs, indirect signs. Now, direct signs would be when somebody is constantly talking about suicide or somebody is mentioning suicide. So somebody is uh, saying that, okay, you know, I think um, I want to end my life. This is a direct sign. Um, I have been, you know, thinking about... I have been thinking about not wanting to live anymore. Um, That's a direct sign. Um, People have been probably... Uh, putting up stories or some cry out for help on social media that is a sign as well so it could be direct it could be indirect but these are verbal signs where people are crying out for help people are um, directly and indirectly verbally letting you know that I have these thoughts in my head. So this is the first thing. The second thing is our mood-related signs. If you notice that um, people are having episodes of depression, so when people are having episodes of depression, um, suicide is something that can constantly come into their minds. Suicide is something that people would think about because they just feel like, the whole world is functioning around them except themselves and because they feel like they cannot function, there is no way out of the situation. I think I am the root cause of all problems. Yes, absolutely. So I am the root cause of... So these were, these were some of the uh, statements I said earlier. So these are some things that people can say that I am the reason behind what's happening. Self-blaming, like a lot of self-blaming that, you know, I'm the reason why everything happens and that does not make me want to live anymore. Uh, Another mood sign, uh, mood related sign would be, uh, you know, just constantly wanting to give up, you want to probably just quit your work, you want to uh, not be in uh, particular relationships that you are you will start noticing mood changes so there will not be stability in your moods but you could notice yourself being angry you could notice yourself um, uh, feeling anxious very often so these are some things that uh, you know these are some mood symptoms that you can notice in people and I think the third thing from warning signs would be behavioral symptoms that you notice in people I think um, is when people are constantly, you realize that they're withdrawing themselves from situations when people are uh, giving out prized possessions. So you will notice that people are constantly like, okay, you know, I think uh, I don't see, um, I don't think I need this anymore. So I'm going to, you know, give out all my stuff. Uh, A lot of goodbye notes to people, you start noticing that uh, they are giving out goodbye notes. So these are different signs to understand that uh, somebody is feeling suicidal. Can anxiety episodes be also a sign of suicidal thought? Yes. So I think when we're looking at uh, common mental health conditions like depression and anxiety, When people are having episodes uh, like a panic attack or when you are constantly feeling anxious so it could be uh, I mean when we're talking about anxiety it is where you it it would start with just feeling stressed about something to the point where you start feeling breathless you are having palpitations um, you just feel like crying very often you feel like this entire situation is not in in your control Um, in such moments or when you're extremely anxious you can can feel like you want to end your life because that is going to be an easier option Um, a most common myth i think especially when we're talking about suicide is that uh, it's a choice like they choose to commit suicide because uh, there was no you know there was no other way um, or like they they were selfish and they only thought about themselves Unless you have had suicidal thoughts, um, it's very difficult to understand what is happening uh, in the mind of a person who's, you know, wanting to commit suicide. So I think um, it's not a choice. It's not a choice that I will choose to commit suicide or, um, you know, it's not something that uh, I'm a selfish person and that's why I'm committing suicide. But um, If you notice people indulging in a lot of self-harm, self-harm could uh, A, mean, of course, if you um, are cutting your wrist or if you're causing harm to yourself. uh, But it also could mean that if you're having unsafe sexual activity or if you're driving recklessly, these are different ways of you or people around you, you will realize that... um, they are putting their life at threat and these are indirect ways to understand that there is something going on in people's life that is making them act in a certain way or act out in a certain way. Um, So it's important to understand if at all there is anybody around you right now and if you feel like you know they might be thinking about suicide or this is something that they are going through right now, try understanding the intention behind it. Okay, another myth is um, should I ask people you know if uh, suicide is something that they're thinking about? Uh, I think it's important that you do ask people. Um, most times you are uncomfortable as to how should we ask about it. We will get to that but before that I think it's also important to ask people what are the intentions behind it. So whether they have a plan around it, um, whether they have a method around it. Most times um, immediately if I will tell somebody that I think I've been thinking about suicide and if the next question is going to be have you have you thought about how you're going to do it my with with my response most times i will get a very shocked reaction um which is difficult because when you're going to give a shocked reaction it makes me not want to speak further it makes me not want to uh, you know share anything so i'm going to shut down completely but instead of that it's important to just have an open ended discussion with somebody around suicide if someone who is expressing suicidal thoughts or and is unable to attend therapy how can we help them okay yes um i will get to that is eating disorder also a sign of suicidal thought uh yes it is i think um eating decide, eating disorder can also be a, a you know a sign of suicidal thought so Any form of mental health conditions can result into someone wanting to commit suicide. And um, now I think we should get to the fact as to what is it that we can do. So if there are people around us who are feeling a certain way. um, So the word is ACT ACT. When I say ACT, it's about ask, it's about care and it's about treat. So the first thing that you can always do is just ask people um when you're trying to get into a conversation with people about you know wanting to ask them ki you know is suicide is something that you're thinking about please make sure that you are um thinking of the time when you're bringing this conversation up thinking of a space whether it is um whether there's enough privacy for the opposite person to be able to talk about it because uh, if they are at home uh, in front of the family and if you bring this conversation up they won't be able to talk about it. So always think of the place, think of the time, think of when you want to bring this conversation up. That's the first thing that you can, um, you know, consider. Point of things that you notice about them as to where and why do you feel like suddenly you want to bring this conversation up so you can let them know that, you know, I've noticed that you've withdrawn yourself off late. I've noticed that, um you know, you have not been uh, the way you were before. Is there anything that's troubling you? Is there anything um, that you would like to talk about? These are ways of how you can ask people what's happening around them. Most times um, when somebody wants to commit suicide, it is there is an underlining issue behind it. And instead of constantly pressurizing people and asking them about suicide, uh, a better way to deal with it is to ask people about this underlining issue behind it. So can asking lead to increase uh, risk of suicide? No, that is a myth. We feel that if you're going to ask people about suicide, we are um, putting such thoughts into their head, but uh, that is not the case. Most times it just just feels like you're not comfortable talking about suicide and that's why you feel like you should not bring it up. But if you can look at different ways to talk about it, it will be a better conversation. So when you are trying to have a conversation with somebody or when we're reaching on the ask bit of it, it's important that uh, you be non-judgmental. So when I'm saying non-judgmental, what I was saying earlier as well is, If somebody is finally opening up and talking about suicide do not give them a shocked reaction do not give them a reaction that makes them want to judge themselves even more that makes them want to question um, whether they should trust you or not Um, it's also important that uh, you give them that space to be able to share things do not push people further if they're not comfortable to talk about them let them know what their other options are the some things that you should absolutely not do some things that you should absolutely not do is try and find a solution to it so um you know if if somebody says that they broke up with somebody uh that they were crazily in love with and that for them is the end of the world don't uh don't feel like you're comforting them by letting them know that um tea you know jaga uh you'll find somebody else or you know it's it's okay you'll get you'll get through this or just snap out of it when you tell people such things um they don't want to confide in you even further they will not want to talk to you about it um If somebody is talking about suicide and you're uncomfortable, you might want to change the topic, but changing the topic makes them again, realize that nobody is there for them. So it's important that if you are uncomfortable about it, let them know that this is something that's making you you uncomfortable, but they should reach out to a professional therapist, uh, a counselor, it could be anybody, but it's important that they reach out to somebody, they talk to a professional who could handle uh, whatever it is that they're dealing with better don't tell them um, things like this is not the reason for them to want to commit suicide because you don't know what they're feeling that makes them feel unheard that makes them feel alone that makes them feel guilty for even you know having such thoughts in their head Do not tell them that they're being silly. Do not tell them that, uh, you know, they have such a great life and uh, look at the bigger picture. These are not things that people uh, find comforting if uh, they want to commit suicide or if they are having any forms of suicidal ideation. I'm just going to read a couple of statements. What if someone you? What if someone you is constantly crying or is questioning themselves and feel they have been losing always? Are they suicidal? They, yes, they usually say that they won't commit suicide. I think if somebody has been constantly crying, so I have. Um, I think when we're talking about depression and uh, some of the symptoms, symptoms of depression is that uh, you want to cry very often. You don't know the reason behind crying. Now this can lead out to two things. A is that um, you might want, you might think about suicide but B is that okay, you might feel like you don't want to commit suicide but I think it's always important to look at it as a warning sign and um, ask them to seek professional help, uh, uh, professional help because there is something that's troubling them and with more time, the something that's troubling them is only going to keep getting bigger. If our friend confides in us should we go to the therapist or their family will this breach their privacy yeah so i think this is a very important point because um, if your friend is confiding in you remember that it has taken them a lot to finally talk about this because there is so much shame attached with suicide there is so much shame attached with mental health concerns Um, of course a is to understand then the intention behind it how far have they um, thought about it so the next thing when you realize something like this is happening is to start conversation with them ask them since when have they been feeling this way Uh, have they thought about how they want to do it when they want to do it that will give you a better insight into um, how far-fetched is uh, the ideation it is important for them and for you to then let them know that they need to seek professional help most times i think also what happens is that we don't want to uh, you know see a professional um, or we don't want to speak to a therapist try understanding the belief system behind it as to why they feel uh you know they won't be comfortable talking to a therapist try understand what uh, why are they so reluctant maybe most commonly is that they feel like they will not be understood and let them know that, um, or maybe you can start letting them know that you are here to listen to them. It's very important before giving advice to people or, uh, you know, before letting people know what they should do, just listen to people, just hear them out because most times if I start talking about what is going on in my mind, if I start talking about how much I'm struggling, I start looking at it as something that, okay, if I could start talking about it, that makes me aware about it. If it makes me aware about it, at some point, I'm going to be able to acknowledge it. And if I get the right kind of support at some point, I will be able to address it. So these are the three A's where you first need to be aware, then need to acknowledge and then need to address. And as a friend, as a peer, as a parent, um, as as a partner, If you can be as non-judgmental or as present as possible, try checking up on people on a daily basis. If you realize that there is something up with them, something as small as, um, you know, how, uh, how has the day been for you? For a lot of people, how are you can be a very triggering statement. So you might you might not want to answer questions like how are you or how are you feeling but maybe you can talk about um, you know you can ask people that okay is there anything you would like to talk about if there is i am here to listen to you it's very important that you listen to people and you listen um, actively and not analyze the opposite person not offer them any solutions and most importantly, give them the space to talk and not lecture them the value of life because I'm sure they understand the value of life. I'm sure they understand um, what is it um, that they can be doing. But if you can just listen to what they have to say, that is something that will benefit in that moment. Now, um, just going to see if there are... If a friend constantly goes through existential crisis and has an urge to die because everything is meaningless to him, is he suicidal? Um, I think it's important to, I think existential crisis or uh, a person who is, um, you know, a nihilist, um, I think it's important to understand that do they want to die because um, a lot of people might not find the point in existence or might not, um, you know, see the point in living. But um, it is always there's like a thin line, there's a thin line, even when we're talking about apathy, because apathy is about I've just given up, I don't see the point of anything. Um, It's important to look at all of these signs as something that can become larger, that is something that could lead um, that person to want to commit suicide. Can anger issues uh, be also symptoms of uh, suicide? Um, I think any form of mood, any form of extreme mood, um, because I think when you are angry in that moment, you feel like your anger has totally taken control of uh, what is happening. And you just feel like um, in that moment, it's, it's this strong impulse or you have this strong urge of wanting to harm yourself sometimes you might just want to hurt yourself sometimes you might uh it could be something like hurting yourself but can it can also be something like um you know wanting to take your life and um you never know when you're crossing that boundary from from wanting to just harm yourself to wanting to commit suicide so i think whenever and and i noticed this in the comments before also so whenever you're getting these feelings of anger uh, or you're feeling anxious you have to look at different ways to be able to calm yourself down i mean you we've spoken about how can you be there for people um who are feeling suicidal but if if you are somebody who's been feeling suicidal or you are somebody who's been feeling um if you've been if you've been feeling like you're angry very often or you're anxious very often or you're uh, scared very often it's important to kind of think about how you can calm yourself down in that particular moment call a friend up speak to them about it i'm sure um, you know there are people you can talk to there are so many organizations right now like asra vandrevala that are also offering mental health support there's the i call helpline so there are different ways of how you can reach out and ask for help it's always easier to first talk to somebody about it so whenever you feel like you're comfortable to talk to somebody about it just talk to somebody it could not be about suicide but it could just be about something that you are feeling at the moment you are uh, dealing with at the moment the other thing that you can do is um, when you're getting this strong urge um of of whether it's anxiety or anger or panic, just go to the kitchen and take an ice and hold it as strongly as possible. What you're doing there is it's a form of grounding technique. You are just trying to get yourself back into the here and now. So there are different forms of, you know, grounding techniques that you can indulge in in that moment when you feel like, okay things are getting out of control and I don't know what to do just try looking um, at things around you and start labeling them. Just label things you can see, label things that you can hear that will make you and get you in touch with your senses. Um, Okay, so I'm going to take a couple of questions right now. In a case where one is living in an abusive environment and being um, incited to commit suicide, how do we help them? I think in abusive and toxic environments right now, we need to be able to just... Kind of create a crisis plan. So a crisis plan could include um, how can they support themselves during such difficult times? What should they avoid? What can they do? So avoid any kind of confrontations because um, that can lead into a difficult argument, which will then make you feel helpless. Like you will you will have the strong urge of um, wanting to do something because you know you're feeling helpless. The other thing that one can do is um you know just just speak to them as much as possible create code words with each other such as if something major is happening they uh, send a code word to you and that's when you know that you can probably um reach out to an organization or that can help or um um you can reach out to the legal services uh, around the area so there are different ways of how you can help them in such um, abusive environments ask them to take um um Scan any kind of documents because if they feel like they want, they would, they might want to leave their home at some point of time, then they have the documents in hand before. What if the counsellor isn't helping you? Uh, If the counsellor isn't helping you, it is important that you look for another counsellor. Most times, I think, finding uh, the right counsellor can be difficult. And um, there are platforms like Invisible Illness, It's OK to Talk, um, One Future Collective. These are some of the ones that I can remember that will have um, inclusive practitioners that will be able to handle or support people who are feeling suicidal. Does following up reduce the risk of recurrence? I think following up makes the opposite person realize that they are not alone. So if you bring it up in different ways where you're just checking up on the opposite person, it makes them realize that, okay, there is somebody who cares for me. There is somebody who is listening to me and um, I'm not alone in this. I feel heard. So I think when you are following up, uh, the opposite person will start feeling heard. Um, What are the right things to tell someone who is suicidal apart from being a kind listener to them? Okay, um, I'm just going to, I think we've already covered this, but some of the right things to tell people is that um, you're not alone in this. All right, you're not alone in this, even though your struggles um, might... Seem like something that are not in your control. If we find um, the right kind of support and help, I'm sure there is a, a way to be able to get out of this situation. I think it's also about just giving the kind of reassurance which would make them rather feel guilty or rejected or un uh, you know, not heard or alone. So just try giving them all the reassurance possible that you know they are not alone in, in whatever that is that they're dealing with how can we help uh, such person in anger also as community caregivers we get so engrossed in our dealings with the community that it exhausts us it is mentally disturbing from a lot of us caregivers as well right so i think um, being a caregiver is complete, is is difficult and um, whenever you are feeling uh, a, a a constant pressure, I think it's important as a caregiver that you reach out for help yourself. It's very important as a caregiver that um, you you will not always have uh, everything in you to be able to handle and take care of the situation. So please reach out to a mental health professional for yourself as well. Because as much as you are putting yourself out there, being there for people, it can absolutely have an emotional burden on you as well. And I think the most important thing that I would like to uh, say to end this discussion today is that there is only so much you can do. And um, I think most times with a lot of uh, survivors or with a lot of people who have lost um, their friends, family, family, colleagues to suicide there is this constant thing that you're blaming yourself you blame yourself um, you're guilty that you should have done something about it or or that you tried everything but they still took their life Um, it's important to remind yourself that there is only so much you can do and as much as support that you would offer to somebody um, people might still end up taking their lives or you know they would not reach the point where uh you know the support was enough for them i think it's it's not okay to keep blaming yourself for it because i know a lot of people um who would constantly blame themselves for you know somebody else's death or somebody else committing suicide but just two things before we end today's session is that if there is somebody around you who is feeling suicidal, rather than talking about their suicide constantly, try talking about um, the underlining issue. Try letting them know that you are there and that you care for them. Keep reaching out to them as much as possible because... Um, Every time you bring it up, they'll realize that you've not forgotten about it. And uh, you know, you're there in this, you, you might not be on the same level as them, but um, you're there for any kind of support. If sometimes with a lot of people who are feeling this way, find it difficult to take certain steps, offer them any support that you can. So if people are struggling to probably even book an appointment with a therapist, maybe you can help them do that. Ask them what is the support that they're looking for, whether it is financial, whether it is emotional, it can be literally anything. You never know that one bit of support might just help them, might just save their life. And um, yes, that's about it. If there are any more questions, okay, I think I have missed a lot. I'm just going to check. Hold on. How to get out of the loop of suicidal thoughts? Okay. Um, If you are feeling suicidal, I think it's very important that you start speaking to a professional um, because this might be something that is very difficult for you to do on your own. And it's always best that you speak to a professional about it. What about domestic violence? Domestic violence makes it um, very difficult to stay in that situation. Remember that this is not what you deserve. Remember that this is not... um, This is not what the rest of your life should look like. Um, Maybe during the lockdown, you cannot get out of it, but try keeping yourself safe as much as possible. So it could mean physical safety, it could mean emotional safety, it could mean not falling or getting into confrontational situations that would lead to any kind of violence, whether whether it is emotional, verbal, sexual... How do we help those who failed uh, suicidal uh, attempts? Is our approach different then? Um, So I think first of all, it's important to believe people. So believe somebody who has had a failed suicidal attempt. It's important to not look at them as people that who are going to commit suicide again. Okay, so we don't know because, uh, you know, as per statistics, you might you might want to commit suicide or you might not think about suicide again just believe people that they might not want to do it but also keep checking on people if they want to talk about it um you know just just let people know if there is anything that you can do or if there's anything that you can help with uh to make their life a little easier please do not offer any kind of suggestions or do not let people know that um you know raha hai it's okay, you don't you don't have to make a big deal out of it like I know certain people who are constantly telling other people that you know, people are dying out people are, uh, you know, look at the situation of the migrant workers do not belittle a person or make their problems small. Um, it's very important that their feelings are felt that their problems are, um, you know, given the validation that they need to be able to uh, go through this. And with this, we are going to end today's session. Thank you for attending and just try being a safe space for people who are feeling anything. Suicide is just one thing, but people who are coping with uh, the oppression in the country, people who are uh, dealing with any kind of uh, mental health um, uh, concern, just reach out to people because that is the least you can do while you're sitting at home. So yeah, please take care, uh, stay safe. And uh, if there are any more questions that I have not addressed, we will make sure that we address them. Thank you.